Hi, this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast. I'm excited to be with you guys today. I got I got replaced last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, not because of anything bad that you did. It not was because just, anything bad I did. No, because I'm not a boy. I'm not a dad. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't want that to be too much of a, you know, like a guys club kind of feel. Um, I hope that um, I sure hope that there were some ladies listening to last week's episode too when we. What was we called it the dad episodes is what we were calling those, um, because I think there's good things in that and um, for all of us and the conversations. You know, we'd like to do a similar thing with a bunch of a bunch of moms too. So um, that's kind of in the works. We're looking at that and just I think it's something good when people can get together and just sort of share their stories and um, their frustrations, their victories, their anxieties, their you know, the nitty gritty of it all. And then to hear someone across the room say, oh, I thought I was the only one that mm-hmm. felt that or that experienced that. And just to know that you're not the only one is such a good thing. And I guess that's, I guess one of the things I hope that's happening with the Roots Wings podcast is that you're hearing people's stories and you're re- recognizing, well, I'm not the only one that feels this way. And just right. that, just that can be so helpful um, for a person, you know, in their journey and whatever it is. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I think that's very true. I think that's very true. And like you said, it's, I don't, you don't have to be a dad to gain something from people's, you know, from their stories. Like it's just people's stories. So it was great. Right. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, you don't even have to have kids, I think, to be, to get something from our conversations. I think some people, you know, look at this and say, cause we talk about, I've, I've just, um, I've noticed as you know, for over the year that we've been doing this podcast, that sometimes our conversations, we don't even talk about, we're not talking about kids. We're talking about life, you know, we're talking about our hearts. We're talking about how God, you know, steps into the, into our lives and interacts with us and how that changes us and surprises us and, and, you know, challenges us. I think that's, I, you know, I hope those are good things that are happening. So anyway. Yeah, I loved it. So if you haven't got a chance to listen to last week's episode, go back and do that. It's a really good one. Not a waste of time. But today, <laughs> not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. That's a good line for the the Root Swings podcast. Not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. <laughs> um, but today, I'm excited to talk about um, the topic t- today. You brought this up a couple weeks ago, actually, and it's it's very simple, but it's very beautiful. And it's uh, I don't know how do you how do you kind of um, how how do you set this up? Well, I. Well, how about we just share what the title of this episode is? Because um, as we record this, the title of this episode, well, when you found it on the list here, it says, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and you might have saw the title and thought, huh? <laughs> well, here's the story from a dad who's just saying he was sitting at the kitchen table the other day working on something. And his little girl, she's just turned five, um, bouncing through the kitchen and... Um, he called her, called over to her, and he said, um, Jillian, come over here. I want to tell you something. And so Jillian kind of bounced over to her dad, and, and as she got to him, before he could say anything, she said, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and he said, you do? What am I going to say? She said, you're going to say, 
I love you. And he smiled and he said, yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. And it was. what he, was gonna, he just wanted to call her over and tell her, hey, Jillian, come here. I'm going to tell you something. And she'd come over and he would say, I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's and, awesome. That's really beautiful. I love that. But before he could do it, she said it. And the why that struck me was because I just thought, oh, that's just a cute story, the pic, you know, just picturing that whole thing. But what struck me about that was the fact that she anticipated her dad's love even before he expressed it to her. And so here's well, I'll, I'm just going to throw this out to you then, Britton, say, so how did that happen? How did Jillian <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, how did she how did she know that? And I thought that's what we could explore that together today. Yeah, that is that's a great question and I love um I just love that whole little story. It's so sweet. I think Don't you just like that scene? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's just so sweet. Like it's just so sweet. so sweet. Yeah, I just love it. And I do think um that is an interesting question. Like, how did how did he get to that place? How did she get to that place that she yeah. knew exactly what he was going to say before he said it? And it was something like that. Mm-hmm. I bet there are times where your kids know, and this is, Dad, I knew that you loved me without saying it, too. I also knew there are times, though, what you're about to say, t- tell me, that was like, I know, like, for example, here's the story. I have a really hard time with closing things. And so yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about that on the podcast. Have before, we? I think. Wow. must have really <laughs> so, stuck in my mind. So like famous. sometimes You're- I would be upstairs in my room and I hear you say, Hey Britt, can you come down here? And I thought, Oh, <laughs> I, I know what he's going to say. And like, you weren't mad or anything, but I knew exactly. I mean, I knew exactly what was about to happen, but <laughs> and it wasn't, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no. like, hey, can you was- please close these cabinet doors? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that brings up a good point because I think our kids, you know, your kids, are, our kids are going to hear something from us so often that they're going to just sort of automatically think that they know what we're going to say before we say it. Probably there's a lot of things like that. It's probably not very, it's probably very common, I should say. It's very, very common for kids to sort of anticipate. So, you know, and sadly, you know, more often than not, they're probably anticipating something negative or critical coming from us, right? <laughs> because maybe that's what they hear a lot of. I guess that's the point of the conversation today is just, uh, I guess I would want to, and I'm not sure I was successful, I, mean, I know I wasn't successful at it, but I would want to be like Jillian's dad. I would want to be the, the, the guy where I call one of my kids over and say, hey, come here, I want to tell you something. And their anticipation is to hear me say something affirming, encouraging, uh, helpful, you know, um, endearing. And instead, I think more often than not, I probably would my conversation or my wanting to tell them something was going to be something to correct or, you know, and I think I want to make I would want to be different. You know, I would want to do that differently. I don't feel like you did not. not I didn't. I don't feel like you did not do that. Um, I don't feel like you. I never. I guess I never. Let me put it this way. I never doubted um, mom, mom and your love for me. Like I never doubted that. I always knew it was there. And I kind of always knew that, like, I don't know if you guys said this, you must have, but, like, I knew that there wasn't, I remember you saying this, there wasn't anything that we could do that would make you not love us. Right. And I think there's probably lots of ways that we show our kids that we love them. I mean, there's tons of ways to do that. I guess what I'm saying is, um, I just know that being critical 
okay, so to be overly critical can ha- that can begin to happen without us even knowing it. And you know what I mean? And your kids are not going to be the ones to say, excuse me, mom, but I, I feel like you're being a little overcritical at this, at this <laughs> I moment. Feel like, I are... feel like Austin would have said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he would have. But I think that because our kids aren't going to know it, they're just going to get it. You know, they're just going to get our whatever we're sending out to them, whatever, whatever we're communicating, they're going to pick up on it. And so I think I don't so I don't know what to say, uh, you know, about it other than just to raise the issue that. And, the, and even maybe a little warning flag for parents that being critical of your children, it, it's necessary to correct your kids. It's necessary to give them input and guidance. And sometimes it's not always going to be, you know, nice or, you know, happy. It's going to be hard sometimes, sometimes hard conversations. That's a part of parenting. The, but the, my warning or my encouragement is just to be careful that that isn't what's happening most of the time. Most of the time, the expression should be, you know, I'm your biggest fan. I love you. I'm cheering you on. You know, I just want, I just want to tell you that. <laughs> Most of the time, we want that to be what our kids are hearing. We want those to be the words that are being expressed. So however we can do that, whatever way we can do that, we need to do it. And then remind ourselves that, you know, being critical, can, that can pile up. I mean, you know, in your own life, you know, let's say you're out doing something you're putting something out there. I know for me, I'm putting something out there, you know, music, whatever, and it's out there for people to, you know, respond to it. And most of the time I hear really good feedback. I get really good, you know, really good feedback from people. Um, I remember I put something up. I had some people review an an album that I released and this was years ago. And, and I sent it to some people just to get a review and, and most people liked it, but I got a, I got a bad one, bad review. One person, and they didn't print it, but they just sent me a, an email saying, you know, they just, they reviewed it personally with me and it was, they were kind of critical of it. And, and I know you're supposed to take those critical reviews as a way to grow and from it, but, and I got, I got dozens of really, really positive reviews, but you know what? All I could think about was the negative one. I couldn't, I couldn't think about anything else but the negative one. And that, and, oh, and I think that's just human nature. Yeah, I, I, that's that's true. I think that happens to. I think we can all think of a moment where like, there's a million positive things said, but one critical thing stands out, which to me then shows us this magnitude of the the, the magnitude of the importance of speaking positive things to our kids or to the people around us because we could say ten positive things and two critical things, and somehow the critical things are gonna like be what they hear more. You know what I mean? So how do we compensate? How do we compensate for that? And I do think it is a, it's being intentional. So it's being purposeful in our speech. And, um, and I think practically, even if you have to set up like some cues, you know how you kind of have cues for other daily habits, but like, you know, every morning while my kids are eating cereal, I'm going to make sure that I say like, Hey, I love you. I'm for you or whatever whatever parents say, um, or like if, if there's, you know, and it's maybe, maybe it's not just like in the morning or at night, but you make sure that you, you know, say things like that throughout the day. And I also think our actions, it's not always our words that speak into something. It's our actions too. So we can tell them over and over again that we, that, you know, you love them 
and I guess I'm thinking like even since I don't really have children to relate to this topic, I, I think of the students that I serve. I think of that Jeff, my husband Jeff, who I live with, like I can tell these people that I care for them and that I'm all about them. But if I don't have my actions that line up to that, then my worries are starting to feel empty. So I think it's a bit of both, but I definitely do think there is power in our speech and speaking things over people and just continuing to say, like continuing to speak truth, really. Like, I love you. I'm for you. There's nothing you can do that um, would change that. Yeah. And I think too, like um, in this little story that we were started out talking about with the, with the dad and, and Jillian, I mean, it, it seemed like that, that little interaction kind of happened out of the blue. You know, Jillian wasn't doing anything. Her, she was just passing by and her dad was working at stuff like maybe he always does and he happened and he noticed her. So he, like you said, he was intentional and he said, hey, Jillian, mm-hmm. come here, I want to tell you something. So he wanted to surprise her with this, you know, so he was thinking about that, you know, and so maybe that's part mm-hmm. of it too. It's like sort of thinking out of the box again. We talk about that a lot, but just, you know, out of the blue, un, you know, to, to express and let your kids know how much you love them, you know, just out of the blue they haven't done anything you know to to do you know it's not just based off of good performance it's not a performance-based love and that's what unconditional love is i think and that's how god loves us right and we don't do you know he's expressed his he's expressing love to us and we haven't done anything and in fact sometimes god's love is expressed to us and we feel it the most when we've kind of blown it you know when we've missed Mm -hmm. it and and that's when his love, you know, kind of restores us to brings us back, you know, heals us. And I think that's how love is supposed to work, too. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, creating that space, awesome. creating that space in your home where your kids are surprised by your love. That's a pretty good thing. So, yeah, there, I was reading this book by Maria Goff. It's called Love Lives Here. And there is one line in there that really just jumped out to me. And it's, I think it stood out to me because of just kind of the job that I do. And I've seen this over and over again. And I even wrote it down for my whole staff to have. And it, it's simple. It's just the knowledge that they were love empowered them. Hmm. And I love, I just think that's so profound because I think about even my students that I work with or your kids or, or whatnot, but how they there's this confidence and this empowerment and this strength mm. to go out and do things to fail to conquer mm. to mm. um try uh, with this knowing that they are loved yeah and my for my staff and my team like my encouragement was let's stop assuming that someone else is empowering them this way like let's let us step into that place Mm. and let them and make sure that they know that they are loved because the truth is some kids don't always get that at home that's good i know i did i know i did and i remember thinking very much so like i said in the beginning of this podcast i knew that you and mom loved me and Mm -hmm. that did empower me it did it empowered me to do things it empowered me to make mistakes like I said like to try to fail because I knew to try and if I failed that was okay because I knew that you love me so mm-hmm. it entri- empowered me to keep going yeah so I just love that idea yeah. like not only are you securing 
not only by saying that you love your kids, you're giving them this like sense of security and confidence. I think you're also empowering them to live life in a really strong, exciting way. Yeah, that's good. I liked, and I liked what you said. Um, let's not assume that they're getting this love somewhere else. You know, and it makes me, yeah. it, so it makes me ask this question, whose responsibility is it to love them? It will, it's, it's, it's yours. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, and I think that's what we do. Sometimes we walk through this life thinking, well, it's not my responsibility to love that person. It's someone else's. Don't they have friends? Don't they have a, you know, don't they have moms? Don't they have dads? Well, yeah, maybe, but maybe that they're not getting it there. And in the, and the truth is it is your responsibility. It is my responsibility mm-hmm. to love the people that we, that we interact with. That means the, you know, the grocery store clerk. That means the guy at the gas station. That means the, the secretary at the school. It's our responsibility to love each other. I mean, that really is what we're supposed to do. And so we're, you know, we're, we started this conversation talking about very specifically our kids. Great. It's good. And I want that to happen. But also, and this is what we're, you know, this is, this is, well, this is life stuff. You know, this is not just parenting mm-hmm. stuff. This is life stuff. And so I love that. I love what you're saying, and I appreciate that. And I'm challenged by it and encouraged in my own way. But, you know, I'm going to go out today. I'm go- I, have some, I have some errands to run today, and I'm going to be with interacting with strangers today. And I'm going to carry this with me, and I'm going to see. Yeah. I'm going to see, because it is my responsibility to empower them with love. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think you would be surprised if you were. I know I constantly am. Um, when I have conversations with students, how I, I've known a student all year and finally I sit down and they say, like this just happened to me yesterday. We had breakfast and she said, yeah, um, like my mom has severe mental health and my dad's out of the picture and hmm. like I don't feel any support from home. And I was like, oh, oh, but like I just, I didn't know that, you know, her and yeah. I've had a lot of great interactions this year and hmm. So you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know. But I pray that people can, I pray that we can step in and empower people by loving them well in, yeah. in the same way your kids and you would want your kids to know the power of that so that they can then go out and do it themselves. Yeah. Amen. And that is that's what so you, good. that's what you've taught me. Like you empowered me with that knowledge. I've thought of it often, that security and that confidence. Yeah. And it's translated into my heart to do what I do here and yeah. my job's to support students and I pray that that support can empower them because mm-hmm. yay. Yeah. We're supposed to. And that's what you've taught me too. <laughs> because I'm Aww. I'm learning that too. And I do think that what with this learning and growing in this whole idea of, of love and loving people well, we're all learning it together. And I think in parenting, our kids teach us stuff all the time. And so this is it. This is real life. It's a laboratory. It's happening. It's messy, but it 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 is real life, and and it is and it, it is. is real good. <laughs> and I'm just excited. It is. And I'm excited to cheer people on. I'm excited to be be someone, and sitting in front of a microphone, sending things out there that hopefully will encourage someone. So hopefully this, our conversations encouraged you today, wherever you're at, in whatever you're doing mm-hmm. today. And we want you to know. Well, well first of all, we want. Brittany and I think want to express our love to all of you. We want to we we love yeah. we love the idea of that you're listening, and then we love that you take these ideas and these thoughts, and that it encourages you, and you take them into your parenting and into your day, and 
and we hope that's what's going to happen for you today. So, yeah, it is. We do. We appreciate all of you, and I appreciate you, Dad. I love you a lot. I love you too, Brady. Oh, this big love fest going on here. Look at this. Yeah. Love, love, love. Well, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of the Roots Wings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. We're going to have an announcement coming up here soon about. Uh, future episodes and some things that are happening with the Roots Wings podcast so stay tuned for that because there will be some important things we want to share with you probably next week yeah thanks everybody for listening and um, as always if you need to get in touch with us please feel free to or if you want to not need to if you (laughs) want to get in touch with us please feel free to email us you can email me at Brittany B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com or my dad at chip at chiprichter.com you can also jump on our website at rootsandwingspodcast.com that's right thanks a lot everyone we'll see you next week see you next week